welcome to my very first show here in Studio 77 of Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm Dominic Carter, and I'm so honored that you have decided to spend some time with me. This segment, the hotly contested race for New York City mayor. The current mayor, Bill de Blasio, is term limited. On my WABC daily radio program, we have profiled a number of the Democratic candidates and even hosted a debate right here in the same studio with the Republican candidates for mayor and the Democratic candidates for mayor. And joining us right now, based on polling, the front runner in the race for mayor, the current borough president of Brooklyn, Eric Adams. So nice to see you. Listen, great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. <laughs> that That is correct, Mr. Adams. Uh, we both go a long way back together. Here we are at the 11th hour of the Democratic primary. You're up almost a double-digit lead in your first citywide campaign. How would you assess this campaign, meaning this was a race like no other that was practically done online with New York still partly in shock from the losses of the pandemic? Well, actually, it was done online for all of my other uh, uh, colleagues and other candidates, but it was in the streets for me. Uh, I did not stop from the day COVID hit this city. Uh, many people know that I was on the ground every day giving out PPEs, food, uh, giving supplies to our hospitals. So it wasn't ch no difference and changes in the race. Uh, I ran uh, this race on the ground the same way I did during COVID. And so when others fled, I led. I stayed here and I pushed through. And so this is not uh, any difference for me on what I was doing uh, during COVID is what I'm doing now. And that's engaging voters and speaking to voters. Now, you have talked about on the campaign being raised by a single mom. Uh, your mom is, is no longer alive. But during this campaign, I'm just curious, have you thought about her frequently? Uh, yes, I, uh, yes, I have, uh, Dominic. And it really uh, was a very painful moment for me. I haven't even had the moment to grieve uh, her transition of, you know, when I lost her, it was in the middle a few months ago in the middle of the campaign, and it was a challenge. But uh, I know that the city betrayed her. Uh, the city betrayed her uh, in healthcare. She didn't get the right information, betrayed her to have her son go to school with a learning disability without support, uh, betrayed her not having uh, universal childcare. And she had to work several jobs just to make ends meet. Uh, my goal, as I think about her often, and you know I speak about her often, we were I'm very, I was very close to her and I still feel her present. Uh, I'm going to make sure mothers are not betrayed and families are not betrayed. And that is something I dedicate this entire campaign to. Now, the shooting of 10-year-old Justin Wallace, it, it, it just breaks my heart. I, I, knowing you, I know it breaks your heart. But this 10-year-old, days before his birthday, died over use of a driveway, a driveway. The question I'm asking you, Mr. Adams, is in your heart, 
Do you feel that New York can turn the corner on crime? Because this can't continue where we're losing. This young man could have grown up to be the next Obama, the next Trump. Who knows? But can New York turn the corner on crime? Yes, they can. And I, I believe you said something that we should zero in on. When you lose a life, it's not an individual impact globally. It is a universal impact. We don't know what is in that coffin now when we lost young 10-year-old Justin days before his birthday. It could be the cure of cancer that is being buried. It could be the cure of some uh, chronic disease. When one individual can impact our entire universe and we lost this young man. I sat in his home and spoke with his mother and it was just painful for me to think about my own son and what, how it would feel to lose him at such a young age. But we could turn this around and we can't do it by ignoring the fact that it exists. And that is why I refuse to join my other colleagues and ignore the problem of gun violence in our city. I talked about it at, throughout this campaign. Finally, the other candidates came around and started to identify it. They didn't see it as an urgency because it was not a popular conversation. I was not looking for popularity. I was looking to save people. So we need to get gun violence under control. That is why I say, let's put in place a plainclothes unit that will focus on guns, better trained police officers, utilizing their cameras, so every interaction will be uh, videoed and photographed and zero in on those known shooters and known gang members that they're basically wreaking havoc in our city. We won't recover economically if we don't bring back safety to our city. Mr. Adams, if you are elected mayor, you will confront a number of problems. The city's recovery from the coronavirus. New York is facing a big unemployment pro uh, problem, a spike in shootings, other crimes, hate crimes, the crisis level of, of homelessness. On these issues, can New York also turn the tide? Yes, they can. And think about the issues you just mentioned. They are all attached to public safety. Public safety is the prerequisite to prosperity. What, do, what am I saying? Just look at tourism. Tourism is a major boost in our economic ecosystem. No one is coming to our tourism. Uh, billions of dollars are made off of tourism. Who's coming to Times Square, one of the most important tourist attractions, if a three-year-old child is shot there? Uh, who's going to come here if we have anti-Asian violence? One of our largest tourist population comes from China. No one wants to walk the streets if they believe they're going to be abused. And how do we get Central Business District back up and operating when employees are afraid to ride the subway system because we have a mental health crisis in our system? So when you connect all the dots, you keep coming back to the foundation of the recovery of this city is tied to being a safe city. We learned that during the early 90s when the safety is a economic stimulus package that I'm going to make sure we're safe. Then we're going to uh, hit the inequalities that exist and get our, our companies back up and operating and stop being an expensive, bureaucratic, difficult city to do business in. 
Andrew Yang in the fi final hours of the primary has an ad up on television slamming you on ethics. Maya Wiley, who has seen a late surge uh, from the left as the left has coalesced around her. She is questioning your ethics as well. Your reaction? Listen, I'm as transparent as you get. And we know this is <laughs> these are the last days. And so you see some of the silliness uh, in campaigning. Uh, I'm tr I am transparent. The reason people can analyze uh, what I am doing is because I fill out the documents and forms. Everything from OIB, they asked for my tax returns. I gave them my tax returns. They asked me for my uh, easy pass records. I gave them my easy pass records. You know, no matter no matter what you give them, they want to still ask for more and more and more. So we reached the silliness of the campaign. We have five more days to go. And in those five days, they should not be talking about Eric Adams. They should be talking about what is their mission for the city. That's what my conversation is about. My mission is to end inequality, have a safe, affordable, fair city. And I'm showing people how I'm going to carry that out. And so we're ignoring all of the silliness of the desperate campaigns that we are witnessing because we have a real mission from the city based on my record of providing a city, a safe city uh, for New Yorkers. Mr. Adams, the situation in Washington Square Park, Mayor de Blasio basically said that it will play itself out. Your response has been, no, it won't work itself out on its own. So where do we stand as far as you're concerned with the situation in the park? If you start with Washington Square Park, trust me when I tell you, it's going to come to a park near you. You cannot have our public spaces turned into a drug dens, shoot-up dens. People are injecting themselves with drugs. People are totally disregarding uh, quality of life, open urination and defecation. Uh, people are doing all sorts of things in that park. So it's not about the residents that live around the park. Yes, they deserve quality of life, but it's about countless number of New Yorkers who travel to Washington Square Park every day. So Eric Adams' plan, I'm going into the park, spending anywhere from two to three weeks with supportive services, interacting with people, finding out their needs. We should use this as a positive and that we can identify those who are in need of drug treatment, housing services, employment, and start cycling people out. After three weeks of being on the ground with nonprofits and other groups, we're then going to make it clear that there's a level of expect, expected behavior in our parks around the city. Because this is a place where people bring their families. It's not a place where you can do anything and totally disregard your neighbors. And so if we don't get control of this, we're going to see this hit just about every park in this city. And that is not acceptable to me. Are you, are you, Mr. Adams, nervous about, are you nervous about the vote that will be tallied under the new system of rank choice voting? No, I'm not. Uh, I'm excited about this new system. I, I am disappointed that the city and the, the, the Board of Election did not do a better job of educating voters, uh, but we're going to do our job. We're going to let voters know and we say all the time, uh, we just want them, to, if they don't do anything at all, make sure you rank Eric Adams as number one. Uh, but we're looking for 
uh, to get the support of New Yorkers uh, as we turn this city around. And this is the system that we have. And so we're going to do what we have to do to operate within that system. Not much, Mr. Adams, has been said about the Republicans in the race, Curtis Sliwa or, or Fernando Mateo. If polling is accurate, if you are the Democratic nominee, what do you make of your would-be Republican challenger? Uh, we, we're going to get past the primary and then we'll deal with the general election. Uh, right now, it doesn't matter uh, who it is uh, to me. Uh, we're going to focus on the primary and then we're going to switch gears and start focusing on the general election so we can win this race and finally have a win for New Yorkers where they will have a blue collar mayor. We have not had a blue collar mayor since LaGuardia and it's time just to have an everyday ordinary person who has gone through a lot so they can help people who are going through a lot. And that is what I'm going to bring uh, to this city. Mr. Adams, I close this way. If polling is accurate about you again and and conventional wisdom applies that the winner of the Democratic primary is the next mayor of New York City. So based on conventional wisdom uh, and the polling, that says it's going to be you. But this will be odd because you will be the mayor in waiting. In other words, we will know uh, the next couple of weeks the status of this race, but then we have a current mayor, Bill de Blasio, through the end of the year. Have you thought much about this, that we may have two mayors here? Well, this is an excellent opportunity. Think about this, Dominic. This is the first time that the race is taking place, mayor's race in June. So we have six months almost uh, to, number one, put together a solid team with real plans and coordinate with the mayor to probably have one of the smoothest transitions in the history of New York City. We can start day one of going into city, not being rushed to determine who is your team, who is your senior management, and what programs you want to implement. Uh, this is a great opportunity for New Yorkers, and I'm going to take full advantage of that as the Democratic primary uh, uh, leader, the uh, elected uh, person from the Democratic Party. To use this opportunity to build out a team, make sure we have real plans and visions, as I have on my 100 plus steps forward document, of this is an opportunity for all of us to come together and cycle out of COVID better than what we were doing when we were hit with COVID. The current front runner in the race for New York City Mayor and Brooklyn Borough President, Eric Adams, we thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Dominic. It's always good seeing you. Candidate for Mayor Eric Adams. Again, folks, we thank you for joining us. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77, WABC. And don't forget to join us on the radio station. I'm on the air Monday through Friday, midnight until 1 a.m. We will see you the next time.